As I said, we are taking a break in our series on the parables of Jesus to ponder for a moment on the preparation for Lent. And this year we are presenting a program that is called Mount 40. And so it's going to be all on the Sermon on the Mount. We just read the first verses of the Sermon of the Mount. It's a mount that's going to take us 40 days to climb. But if you're willing to climb, once you get to the top, once you get to the heights, you will see the beauty of what God has made for each one of us. And so today I want to present Mount 40 for you and what is the proposal of Jesus for each one of us for this Lent. I think that one of the biggest criticisms to the church uh, nowadays usually goes something like this. I am tired to hear what the church is against. I want to know what the church is for. Have you heard that? It's a very common criticism that I think it's, it's real to some extent. It comes, I, I think I know where it comes from, from a time when we started defending uh, almost like a morality in a de-Christianized world. And so we did that very negatively in many ways, instead of showing the beauty of following Christ and, and living in this way. But I think that in the last five years, if we are honest, we can look at the world and how things are, and there's an overturn. I think that the, the same phrase could be used. I am tired to hear what the world is against. I want to know what the world is for. I think we can confidently say that today. If there's one main trait of the world that we live in today is that it's a world of protest. So many protests against, you know, so many things. We know that the world is against intolerance and imposition and discrimination, objective claims and so on. But what is the world for? What is the way of living that the world proposes today? Because there had been times in history that outside of the faith, the world did propose something. You know, the ideal of the gentleman, or the intellectual, or the good worker, or the good citizen. There had been times when the world had something to propose. So as the world continues to busy itself with all the opposed ideals, I think that Jesus Christ and his church continues to stand with a positive proposal a path for right living, a very high morality. And that is what the Lord wants each one of us to achieve in this land, to get to the heights of his proposal. So what's at the center of the proposal of Jesus? We just read it in the gospel today. At the center of his proposal is happiness. God has made us to be happy. God has made us to be blessed, as we read in the gospel today. God has made us for beatitude. The word in Greek, makarios, which is not just like happiness, but like blessedness of life, fullness of life. That's what God has made us for. In the Old Testament, there's already 20 beatitudes. And we find also 20 beatitudes in the New Testament. So the Beatitudes, the word blessedness, is at the center of the teaching of Jesus. What he wants for each one of us. He wants us to be happy in the deep sense of the word. We are wired for happiness, we could say. 
And beatitude is the deepest desire of the human heart. Beatitude is the deepest desire of the human heart. It is an unrenounceable desire. You cannot give up your passion for happiness, for blessedness. You know how, and you might feel with me on this, but on um, YouTube videos, when you're, you know, there's these pop-up commercials, if you don't have the paid version, as I don't do. Um, and I remember, I think it was a month or more ago, I was uh, watching a talk by Robert Byron or Peter Crift and something like intellectually challenging. It was very deep and it was very, very good. And this pop-up commercial comes up and it's from Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> the most superficial thing. And um, you know how you can skip them. Some of them you can skip them. And I didn't uh, skip this one. First of all, because it was very tempting. <laughs> but then because it was very interesting what it said. It was very, very superficial, but it said this. Human beings are simple. We need a juicy burger, <laughs> fresh beer, and many screens playing sports around us. <laughs> we know you, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> so, I, first of all, I wish it was that simple, you know? And we're not that simple. I think it shows how little Buffalo White Wing knows us. Uh, <laughs> because they only speak to, to a first level, you know, uh, and, and it meets only that very first level of uh, very cardinal uh, happiness that we all experience, you know, a desire for happiness in our lives that uh, it is very easily satisfied, instant gratification, you know, you just go, is there a one in town here? What Buffalo Wild Wings. So you just go to Buffalo Wild Wings and get a good burger and beer if you're um, 21 or over. <laughs> uh, and, and, and you get satisfied, instant gratification. We don't have to work very hard to, to get that. And uh, it's also not very, not very deep. Mm -hmm. But we quickly realize that uh, it's not enough for our desire. It's not deep enough for our desire. Our desire is deeper than that. And the greatest proof of that is that you give yourself to those pleasures for long enough and you will be bored. You will be bored. Because it doesn't take too long. It only takes a few years to know all the secrets of the world. Now, to know all the secrets of the happiness that Jesus Christ proposes, you have no idea. It takes your whole life and you will never know all the secrets of God. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. There's always something new to attract us. It's never boring. So Buffalo White Wings doesn't know us for sure, but uh, Jesus does know us. And he does speak to the deepest level of our hearts. And that's where he wants us to reach. We, we can say that he, he goes to the deepest level or he wants, to go to the, he wants us to go to the highest level, to this Mount, Mount 40, uh, the Mount of the Beatitudes. So he says, blessed are you, blessedness. I have made you for blessedness. So let me summarize for you how this program looks like for the next 40, 40 days uh, beginning in Ash Wednesday. I almost said 40 years. Uh, that would be very long, you know, but four days. It's going to take us only four days. 
So let me summarize it for you in three phrases. Three phrases, the proposal for this land. In the first place, it is hard. In the second place, it is simple. In the third place, it is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Let's touch on each of those uh, for a moment. In the first place, it is hard. It is very hard to climb this mountain. It is very hard to live the way that Jesus proposes. Because he always starts with sacrifice. Because he wants us to reach deeper and further. And so Jesus always begins with a no. With learning how to say no. With dominion of ourselves. So that we could have our souls in the palm of our hands. The opposite to the, what the world proposes. The world always proposes to begin with pleasure. But then you end up dissatisfied after a while. And in a great no. So Jesus is the only one who is fair to us. And he says, begin with the no. Start with dominion of self. And you will end up in so much more pleasure. I will show you what true pleasure is all about. But he always begins with the no. He begins with sacrifice. Those who begin with pleasure end in sacrifice. Those who begin in sacrifice, they will end in true pleasure in life. We know this from the world of athletics. Like if you practice any sport, you need to start with the nose. What are the things that I cannot do anymore? As I told you many times, I grew up playing rugby. And our coaches, the first thing that they would tell us was the things I couldn't do anymore. You know, practice three times a week and then games on Saturday. You cannot go out on Fridays anymore. You cannot go out on Friday night anymore. And we just knew that. It was a given. We cannot. You cannot eat certain foods. You know, you cannot dismiss what you do outside of the field. It is important. You are now a player of this team and we live in a certain way. And so coaches, they, they all start with the nose, <laughs> the things that we cannot do anymore. But once you begin with the nose, you get to master the game. And once you master the game, it's beautiful. Because then you can do things and have fun in a way that nobody else can. And so that's the second phrase. It is hard. But then the second phrase, it is simple. Once you have gone through that first period of sacrifice, it becomes easier to live this way. It becomes much more easier, much more, much easier to live this way. You start enjoying the game more. So the Christian life is very simple. In fact, when you go through that first period of sacrifice, then it is a great yes, which Jesus proposes. You know, one of you was telling me in, in a mentoring session some time ago, I never thought that I would love so much coming to Mass. And now, I now look forward to it. <laughs> and isn't that amazing? I, I didn't know that I could enjoy going to Mass either. <laughs> now I look forward to it. You know? But uh, it is amazing. In the spiritual things, once you go through a period of sacrifice, maybe you need to get yourself to Mass at the beginning. And it becomes a little hard. Then you start loving the Mass and you start seeing the, the depth of it. And then you want to go. And then you get ready and then you prepare. And then you go with an open heart to Mass. So it does become a lot simpler. And if we see in the Gospel, Jesus always advises about the opposite. 
be careful because if you begin with pleasure then you will end up in great sacrifice so I'm just telling you begin with sacrifice you will experience a great uh, pleasure in the true things of the faith so for this Lent and maybe some of you are already thinking what am I going to give up or what uh, is the practice that will embrace okay make sure that there is a no but Jesus short and shortly enough he will show you what what's the great yes how it makes your life much more simple in so many ways so it is hard it is also simple and in the third place it is beautiful it is appealing it is inspiring it is compelling to live this way it is always new jesus He's the, the one who not only taught us this, but lived this out himself. And he's the only person in the history of human civilization who never bored anyone. <laughs> he was never boring. Why? Because he lived this way. So he always inspired a reaction. Either for or against, but you, he inspired a reaction. Because it is beautiful to live in this way. And people who live this way, they have a special light. Start seeing a special beauty in, this, in these people. So that's the proposal for these 40 days. That we may enter the, the way, the path that Jesus proposes. That it is hard in many ways. But then it becomes very simple. And then it becomes beautiful. For you and all those who see you. That is what Mount 40 is all about. You're going to be meditating on the Beatitudes that we just read today and how God is going to work that blessedness in our hearts. Because still today, the way of living of Jesus Christ is the most beautiful, even if the world opposes it.